is good happy to be back just chilling uh yo big take for the week watch that movie blonde on netflix the marilyn monroe movie i'm warning you all do not watch that movie like literally like i'm telling you like oh like oh like sometimes people say oh don't watch that movie and then you watch it and you're like oh no i, I know why he said that no literally do not watch that movie completely abysmal disgrace to film and cinema altogether. Netflix should be ashamed, and I wish I had those three hours back because three that movie's that long. Yeah, <laughs> fuck oh, that. Man. Matter of fact, I fucking hung out. So uh, I watched an hour and a half of it. And Gilly calls me up because Gilly's in town. I'm like, yo, let's go chill. We go chill. Fucking come back next day. I'm like, you know, I gotta finish this shit. Finish it the next day, dude. I broke it up in two parts. What a complete and utter disgrace, waste of my life. Yes. Um... <laughs> First of all, that was a that was a sick invite the other night. Great time. Oh, shut up, Mr. Uh, fucking okay, BF Clyde himself. Yeah, thanks for the invite to that one. Did I or did I not text you like last week saying, hey, if you ever like want to go hang out, let me know. I'm down. You did, but okay, yeah. <laughs> Cease and desist. All right, whatever. Anyway, are you gonna come down to Westerly? I would have let you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, would you have driven down? If, if Gilly and Steve were hanging out and I knew about it and got I got an invite, I'm there. Dude, James Murphy was there too. True. He sent me a Snapchat at like oh yeah at like midnight or something, and I woke up to it and I said the same thing to him. I was like, "Thanks for the invite, boys. I would have really hated to come hang out with everybody for a night." You would have came if you knew James Murphy was there. That's what I can. I would have went if it was just what was that the barley or something? Yeah, Dude, it was. come come on. You would have gone. When have I ever passed up a trip to the barley? How many trips have you been invited <laughs> to like, the barley? Like, like three, like maybe, maybe, maybe two or three. But my point is, have I ever passed it up? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, can't, I, can't I don't think you were there for Friendsgiving when me and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Gil Oliver was, was he? No. Oh, I thought he was. Probably another invite that was lost in the mail. Oh man! Wow. Well, Add anyway, to the list. It was an awesome time. Gilly and I had the time of our life. <laughs> Sure you did. I They're was... renaming Malted Barley after us after that. Yes. Not surprised. <laughs> yes, just, anyway. just another night out with Stephen O. Scott. Thanks, bro. How you guys doing? What's good? Well, most of my weekend was consistent of watching the Dahmer stuff and watching football. Oh, that sounds way more fun. Once again, hey, you know what? By the way, fuck that too. Fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. Why are well, they glorifying yeah. him? I don't think it's a glorification. I, some people are weird about it though online where it's like ooh Dahmer vibes like in terms of just like I don't know I, I don't think people should be memeing it to the level that they are of like ooh, agreed this is this is messed up but I mean we're in so deep in terms of like just being obsessed with murderers and, and serial killers um I don't know there's no going back at this point which is terrifying 
right? Like we're just yeah, so like invested in like, oh, and there's some of them are interesting. Don't get me wrong. But it's like you kind of have to keep it at like arm's length. Like, oh, this is kind of interesting. But like, I'm not going to obsess over it. I'm not going to. I do need to watch that still. But um, yeah. Look at, I'm going on Facebook and people are like, yo, Jeffrey Dahmer is so hot. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, first well, of all, it, it, it's, it's <laughs> an actor. It's not him. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's like Peters, right? I think yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. He did a fantastic job, by the way. It's not, it's like same thing when the Ted Bundy one came out with Zach Efron. It's like, oh, Ted Bundy's, it, it's Zach Efron at age 32. Yeah. Of course he's, you know, he's going to be good looking. What are we doing here? People forget that Evan Peters was on fucking Phil of the Future. No one even talks about that. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, American Horror Story. He's fucking jacked in that show, but in the in the show, by the way. I didn't I couldn't finish it. I was too disgraced. It is <laughs> it's it's disturbing. Evan Very- Peters came through to URI. I think I have a photo with him. No shit. Yeah, he like spoke at URI. And uh how how's our Flor- Floridian doing down there? Oh, my uh, my week was rough <laughs> at work. Doing, dude, walk uh, us through the work. fucking week. What the hell happened, dude? Nah, I was just doing relief stuff, you know, clean up. It was wild. I'm still pretty tired. I worked like 40 hours, you know. Shit. So it was just, it's devastated down there, dude. It's like literally, you know, we weren't even in the bad part, and it was like apocalyptic in some spots. <sighs> You see, like, yeah. Fort, Fort Myers is basically underwater. Yeah, we were just outside of Fort Myers and Cape Coral, and there's, like, houses, like, underwater, and, like, we were on our way back home one night, and uh, the highway had to shut down because the dam broke from the flooding, and it closed down, like, a major highway, so it was, like, it was an extra, like, four hours home. It was crazy. Jeez. Oh, but, yeah, it's it's a mess, for sure. And, you know, just thoughts with those people, man, because it's like numbers are starting to tally up, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just I'm not, not to kill the mood, but no, it's it, been my week, man. It's, I wanted to bring it up because nutty. like you were I think it was last week when we were talking about the preparation for it, and you're like, yeah, they're preparing like they always try to prepare you for worse than what it will be. Mm-hmm. And this time, I don't think. I think it was the it was the complete opposite. Like they tried to over prepare everybody, tried to get everybody to evacuate, and it it was just it just picked up at the worst possible time. time. Yep, yeah. and it got crazy real fast. So, like you said, um, thinking about all the people down there suffering from that because it's probably the biggest one since we since Katrina, I would say. Right? Yeah, that's that's and what, that's I'm what we were anyways. saying. Like, yeah even being down there it's like it almost has this like exact vibe like even though we weren't a part of it you know like you see it on tv and stuff and it's like man this is that bad in in certain parts and we weren't even really like maybe 30 miles away from where the eye hit and uh it was still really bad so we couldn't even like fathom it you know you come home back to or back to the hotel and like see it on the news and it's just like holy like it is devastating but that's crazy you're only like 30 miles away and it's just a completely different impact yeah right look at the drone there too it's incredible yeah i mean it's like because the eye wall like shifted from time to time too it just wasn't a straight storm either you know like it just 
most storms just like roll right through they got a path but this one it just was like steady and like wobble back and forth like little by little hitting different areas like mm -hmm. you'd literally have one area that was clean as a whistle and then you drive like two miles down the road and then it's leveled there's like the the one thing that i kept saying to shannon was like the, the one thing that stood out billboard giant billboard metal billboard twisted mangled and like just bent over i couldn't believe it because you think about these huge billboards and how much like metal there are and right I, dude the wind was that strong that's like it's insane yeah crazy yeah, it was a tough week terrifying i mean crazy we times. had a little team bonding during the weekend so that was cool i got to drive a go-kart that was, that was... <laughs> i haven't been go-karting in quite some time i had never been very exhilarating <laughs> is it like was it like one of those indoor ones yeah oh dude there's it's one the of ones where you like have to put helmets on right oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. like Fox totally ones. exposed i was just gonna say yeah. there's a couple I felt up a here little like weird that. about it because you're those things chug man they do they're, they're going so fast but it was fun it was really fun actually real quick I don't, those type of go-kart things it's always cracked me up and i don't blame her for doing this but you know how you have to like sign the waivers and do all the shit and it's like you could get pretty hurt on that oh, oh um, yeah my sister did that with a bunch of her teacher friends. So it's like all these like 30 something year old women um, and, and a little bit older, probably. But my sister, like because they were in a group of like, I don't know, eight, 16 people, whatever. And there were some like young kids, probably probably younger than us, I would say, for her to like say something like this. But she like didn't yell at them before, but she like told them up and down. She's like, listen, if you want to try anything like. Do it somewhere else. I have children. Like you are not gonna <laughs> yeah. like borderline threatening them to be like, you better drive safe because if you hit me and hurt me, there are other people in back. Like it was just crazy. We're just like, oh, good for her. But <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of those places. Those, I mean, those things whip though. As someone, oh, so actually, fast. Ollie can relate from Adventureland days. Those things did not go fast <laughs> at all compared no. to these. Adventureland, dude. And we used to, we used to, we used to do dangerous shit. To be honest with you. Like we'd move the go karts with like one foot on the gas, one foot in the seat, standing. Yeah. So you'd have like a hand on the <laughs> hand on like the uh the back headrest and one hand on the wheel, and you'd just be like whipping it back and forth. Yeah, I don't that know how like I didn't break my foot or run over one of run over somebody during that my short stint there. I almost got run over once. I fucking reamed the kid out. <laughs> Dude, I was so pissed. I was just like, bro, are you serious right now? Oh, I was so mad. It can get chippy. Like, yo, I, I went to the NASCAR on my 25th birthday, right? Went with my parents and shit. And so I saw my mom get leveled. Like some kid like hit my mom, like driving. I fucking chased the kid down. I didn't care about the the, the end of like the result of the race. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this motherfucker. I, I, <laughs> I was, I, you know, like, he's my height and shit. So the, the race ends. I just jump off my car. I fucking run over to him, pull his helmet off. I'm just, and by the way, I was hung over. And this is the night after all of us were at the 2018 ALDS game when we all met up. Remember that shit? Yep. Oh, we yeah. Very wasted. So this is my 25th birthday. I fucking run over. It's like, you motherfucker, pull his helmet off. He's like probably like 15 years old. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yo, if you were older, I would end your life. And, they, <laughs> and, and, and everybody, uh, the parents were kind of broken up. It was kind of <laughs> <a scene. laughs> 
I wasn't proud of it, but I have to tell that story. Sorry. Thanks. No, I don't blame you though. That, I mean, that's it's just shit scary. Those things go so fast, but they're, they are fun though. I will say when you're, I, I'm not as good at it as I thought it would be, to be honest, as someone who knew like the Adventureland go-karts, when I do the real ones, I'm like middle of the pack. I thought I would be like, oh yeah, I know these, I know these bad boys what kind of rig we dealing with here. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> right. You have to be slamming on the gas the entire time and just like drifting in the perfect way. Like I can't yeah, do no that. Breaks. No, no breaks. No, you can't. It never breaks. You got to trust yourself too. Of like, all right, it's, all right. It is scary. Like I yeah. progressively got better. My first race, dude, I was like, oh my god, I got to break around this corner. No, you just gotta, just gotta nail it, go yeah. right through it. And then, but then when you do hit the wall, like I don't know, I, I just remember the last time I did it with work people. It was like I hit the wall hard a couple times where I was trying to get a little like, oh, I need to do better than this. And it's like, ooh, one big hit, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. But, I got bumped by somebody. It was I totally jarred me because <laughs> I was trying to like stop hard and like then rev it up around the corner. And I just got nailed right in the back because he was trying to pass me on the inside. And oh. yeah, it was it was tough, but it is super fun, super fun. And you get that like little adre- adrenaline rush. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like totally. riding a fast roller coaster or something. For real. And even just like the, energy, like the air and shit, too, because it's like, oh, man, this oh, yeah. is engines revving you're smelling gasoline you're like oh this is it <laughs> actually ours were electric so oh it was, really it was fairly quiet but they were super fast like the pickup was unbelievable oh that's from the cool. torque yeah <laughs> car expert steve over here <laughs> <laughs> plumber yeah, turned like, car horsepower <laughs> That motherfucker's whipping at least two and a half horsepower. <laughs> like anything with pipes, I know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all about that fluid. <laughs> Even uh, pipes and electric and all. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what's good? So, so yo, how are you guys feeling about Bailey Zappi? As well, I don't change something, but I want to know. Oh, wait. Okay. I do have something to say about this. Yeah. The Patriots were leading while Brian Hoyer was your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Did they not? What was it? Three nothing. Okay, no, commanding, I don't care. commanding, commanding. Yeah, yeah. So, but did he what? did he uh, inspire the cornerback to make a pick six? Because I don't think he did. I think that was all Bailey Zappy. Is it Zapp or Zappy? Zappy. And by that the way, Zappy. if motherfucker, if anybody's listening to this shit and they're like, "Oh yeah, I always knew it was Zappy," you're a straight liar. Everyone thought it was Zapp. Everybody thought it was Zapp. Everybody. All right, continue. <laughs> I started saying Zappy. I was like, wait, what? Since when is it Zappy? Yeah, I think we kind of touched on this last week. Did Josh we- Josh was all about, not the name, but just like uh, how to pronounce his name. But <laughs> fucking Josh was all like, respect Brian Hoyer. We were like, this dude hasn't won a game since 2015. Why are we even bothering? Can we just see if Bailey Zappy's any good? And I don't know. Small sample size thrown into the fire. Like your first snap is on your own five yard line at Lambeau field. Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> uh, but he was fine. He was solid. He didn't fuck anything up. So yeah, I'm interested. Just, oh, could have been significantly worse. They were in that game. They had the ball on the 50 yard line in, in overtime to win the game. And if they did a run, run pass. So thank you, Matt Patricia for not giving <laughs> them a chance. Um, He's got to lose right? the, play calling ability like a car yeah. whatever he's whatever is in charge makes him in charge of that that's i don't think joe judge is going to be much better to be honest with you just knowing what he did with the giants for <laughs> two years but still damn 
Dude, also, what qualifies Patricia too? I just don't understand that. Still, I I, I know that's been this way I for know. a couple months, but like, what? Well, what's frustrating is that at times when they're like, when he use when he calls play action specifically, which they rarely do this year for some reason, but the team looks really good when they're running play action, and they look like shit basically any other time. So, and they barely know. do play action, though. and they and barely a, use it. Yes, which they've is only weird. done it as of as of recently. Because I think I heard going into the Ravens game, I heard a stat where it's like the Ravens were the worst team in the league against play action, but the Patriots were the team that used play action the least in the entire league and it was like oh yep. something's got to give here but yeah so i don't know it's it's interesting because you think with the the how effective their running game is they would work off the play action a lot more i don't know we'll see it as the year goes on but at the end of the day it'll be interesting to see this weekend at home debuting the red jerseys are they going to rush mac back already or are they going to are they going to give Bailey Zappi a full full week of reps with the ones and see what can happen there? Because I think I speak for most people when they say, uh, let Mac take his time and get healthy and and see what Bailey Zappi can do this week. And and maybe uh, maybe you have something. I don't know. How bad is Hoyer's injury? Do we know? I don't even know. Concussion, right? That's what. Oh, OK. I don't I was was look to see. I was going to say, like. You can't rush anything right now if you're an NFL team, especially con- especially concussion. Yeah, yeah. As, well, especially Hoyer, but even Mac. Like I'm saying, like anything in general, these doctors yeah. are going to be on their toes for a while because this hey. investigation is going to be like it's going to blow things up. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think they're because uh, you know what, too. I, I want to say, la- I think it was last year or two years ago. Remember when uh, Mahomes got hurt right at the end of the AFC championship game and they still let him play in the Super Bowl? Like that, they got lucky. If if he got hurt for real in the Super Bowl, that would they would have been dead and, they, and it caught up to him with this, this two shit. This two shit's bad. Yeah. No, that's especially too having it be, it's not like it's a weird hit that like behind closed doors, is like, oh, that wasn't good. Like the heat, they probably should have done something about that. It was like out there and you saw how bad it was like two weeks ago when that first hit happened. And then, oh, just so awful. I mean, <laughs> that can literally kill a person, man. That's, that's no, exactly. Like down he, to. Yeah. It's not even about football, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's His life has changed now, probably too, regardless. Which is, which he, is had so, he had so many in college, if you remember. He was like, always getting cracked. Yeah. It was bad, man. It's not good for him. But yeah, two is one of those guys that seems that people like key off on him, and it, it's a shame that his. I think his career is going to be kind of short as a result because it feels like everything, like the whole NFL world, was kind of looking at Tua this whole time too. And now he had his moment, and like you know, he had that six touchdown week finally. And once he finally got that in, man, it, I don't know. He just kind of the luck ran dry. He's getting his ass kicked, and it's not even his fault. Yeah. Feel bad for Tua. No. Yeah, With that in mind, give Hoyer as much time as he needs. A whole year, even. Maybe two. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. <laughs> you should call it a career, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you know what? For the safety of Brian Hoyer, let's pay him, but he could just hang up his phone. <laughs> uh, by the way, bad. Duval, baby. Duval. Yeah, about those Jags. Put up a good fight against hey, the Eagles. Maybe Josh Radamus was a year off. Maybe the constellations weren't aligned. Maybe that know? division is absolutely up for grabs. And yeah. the odds are interesting too. They're all like even about like plus 180, 190. It's kind even of funny. The, Jag- the Jags got respect real quick. Yeah. 
They went and beat the shit out of the Chargers. They played really well against the Eagles, you know, got up to that early lead, pissed it away, but then fought back. You like to see the fight back at the end. Um, Jags are interesting. Josh, the Falcons are a fun team to watch. Don't say it. They are. Feed Kyle Pitts, though. I don't want to say. No, I know they're not, huh? Yeah. It's, was, you know, and it's kind of interesting. That is a really interesting dynamic that Kyle Pitts won. It's, it's not even that they're, like, not trying to get him open he's not getting targets it's uh uh Zacchaeus and London they're just taking everything and Coral Patterson's Coral Patterson like he can do it all and that still ceases to amaze me but you know yes the team is good I hope it stays that way though like it's just hit or miss we we could lose six straight right now who knows that division could be more open than we probably assumed it was too I think so I really do. Yeah, honestly, the Saints and I mean, Bucks, the Bucks are both have, worse. The than... Bucks have a tough schedule too. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're they're they came into the year unhealthy, and they're just getting more banged up as the year goes on. And the Saints are do not look as good as a lot of people thought. A lot of people love the Saints this year. Um, very popular, sneaky division winner slash like first wild card team. Um, the Saints were kind of trendy with the Vikings, but it, the Falcons, man, they're they're fun. They're feisty. They're they just don't give a shit. And they had a good week. Um, the Lions, the Patriots play the Lions this weekend. The Lions lead the league in scoring with Jared Goff. That's wild. Dude, it's wild. To the golf, man. I I like the Lions a lot. I said that I think in the the NFL preview show, but. They um, they, yeah, they're scoring a ton of points, but they give up so many. Points. They just give up more, yeah. They just, yeah, it's incredible. Instead but of losing, a team. They're a yeah, team. yeah, it should be. I don't know really. I don't know really what to expect this weekend because it's not like the Lions have gone against a good defense yet, and I the Patriots defense has surprised me. It's been a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, some contributions from like rookie corners and. Jack Jones, baby. Yeah, awesome. and the, the 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 defensive line's been really good for the most part, and just really solid all around. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see, especially if like I'm on Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift still don't play, how the lines are going to score. Um, but I don't know. They made Geno Smith look fucking incredible, so that was interesting. <laughs> Pretty fun week all around, though. A lot of scoring, a um, couple of upsets here and there, and. Yeah. Do retroactive big take. I kind of wish that the Patriots could have signed Geno Smith instead of Cam Newton. (laughs) Dude, Geno, shout out to Geno, though, for abiding his time, waiting for his moment, getting the right opportunity, and stepping up to the plate. Because you know what? I thought this was Drew Locke's team. Dude, this is Geno Smith's world, dude. Geno is killing it. And he'll be added by at least 40% of leagues this week. And that's my big take right now. Me too, right? I think what? now the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got yeah. a couple wins. Dude, Gino looks nasty. He runs. Really does. He's tossing it. Metcalf was looking good. We see Metcalf go to uh the uh the bathroom. Bathroom on the, the cart. <laughs> yeah, Metcalf. Yeah, had... the quote tweet. It's like uh yeah, he didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to walk to the uh the locker room. Uh, what was the wording? Clinching it. I think Clen- clencher. Clen- yeah. Clench walk. Yeah. Clench walk. <laughs> clench walk. That's what it is. That's crazy. 
That's funny. I wonder how often that happens. <laughs> yeah, it's ballsy. Weird week though. I don't know. Like, so Eagles, Eagles are still up in terms of like, all right, everyone. And again, I'll be honest. Around here, it's so fucking obnoxious. I will say this is. I don't think I've told you guys this. I, I, I do have like an affinity of like, oh, the Philly teams are fun to kind of like watch and root for, but the fans are so fucking awful and atrocious that it makes you like not want these teams to succeed. That's the, my big take on Philadelphia. It's just like, it is awful. They're just so obnoxious and they're like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not fun for teams to be successful here. Cause they're just like, it brings out the worst in these fucking people. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the Eagles are obviously hot right now and it's like, damn, they're a pretty damn good team. And I do think the Jags are legit. Like we kind of said before, but are there any other teams that like, who are the big contenders right now? Bills, Chiefs, Eagles potentially on the cusp? Yeah, Eagles, yeah. Yeah, for the NFC, definitely. And like you said, the Chiefs, man, I mean, they uh, haven't really skipped a beat. They don't really miss Tyreek Hill that much. I know they struggled against the Colts a little bit for some odd reason, but I think last night was definitely, uh, hey, I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'm the best quarterback in the league still, in case you forgot. Performance. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) well in case you did he showed you last night why he is still he's 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 still around because he's really really fucking good even without Tyreek Hill I mean Kelsey he's insane like that is crazy of how like you'd think that he would take a step back but he's been pretty much just as good this year as any other year without Tyreek Hill kind of being like that um the guy to take all the the heat but I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see if they trade for someone. I know there's a couple of rumors circulating about DJ Moore. Um, yeah, I don't buy it. I don't you think hope. so either. That, why give Baker less weapons? How the fuck does that make sense? Both Mo and Jones. Yeah. With, so, with sources. <laughs> Dueling <laughs> sources. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jones's source was Mo and, and Mo's source is Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, mid-podcast, shout-out to my boy, G-Baby. Also, my boy, Lance Legier. Also, Alex Fava. Also, James Murphy. Also, Lil Tondo. Also, Jake Zimmer. Also, all of House Enterprise. Yeah! All right, we're back after a brief intermission. Honestly, boys, can't really tell you where we left off, so let's just pick up with what we were talking about uh, while we gathered, and that is the fact that um, memories are real. Josh, explain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, and of course, I just lost the tweet, bro. I got to go back to, so Boston University put out this tweet that like memories are like uh, bioorganic, basically. And you can see mem- your memories as positive and negative cells in the human brain and in their neurons. So that's pretty crazy. I was just yeah. like scrolling Twitter while we were waiting, and that's, Fucking wild. Maybe they can block out the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl in my brain at some point. <laughs> I can, I can have it like uh, deleted from my brain. You know, that was but, a fun. That was a fun night, though. I don't want to delete that night. No, you, I do. Uh, you can keep whatever you want to keep. I want to delete what yeah, I want to delete. Okay. You. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Man. Just give me a lobotomy. <laughs> But I do have something to say. Talking about brains and uh, keeping them healthy, 
Shout out to John Olerud. We haven't done that in a while. Whoa! Yes. The Seattle Mariners are making the playoffs. Yes, sir. Longest professional sports playoff drought is now... Um, is it the Phillies, technically? I think so. Which also might be snapped. And after that, I'm not sure what it well, is. No, well, it can't be the Phillies, can it? 2008? I think it's the Phil- Phillies. Let's uh, let's confirm. Longest. I don't know. But John Olerud was born in Seattle. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I, well, the Kings what? are overall, though. I don't know about baseball, though. Well, now the Kings are. Well, no, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying. That's longer than the okay. Phillies, though. Yep. The Jets, Sabres, Phillies are 10 years. That's crazy. The Jets is that long. Yep. Makes sense, but damn. Yeah, what is that? Uh, Mark Sanchez, AFC Championship? It's got to be. I believe so. Wow. I, I I can't believe I just pulled that out of my brain. I, I, kind of, <laughs> uh, I can't believe that actually happened. And speaking of playoffs, how do you guys feel about the MLB playoffs uh, scenario we got coming up? here soon i think it starts by the time we will have our next episode so uh any teams that you think are going to pull off a magic october here yeah we're going to adopt a team as a group here what's our what's our game we should (laughs) yeah i'm down for that um i i really don't know if i have a preference i mean i'm probably you might see how much tickets are to go to tampa one game but we'll see i'm down with the mariners though I'm so down. Love the Mariners. Sure. Mariners are Mariners solid pick. Yeah, best vibes I think of any team right now, officially. <sighs> do we believe in them, though? How but how much is, do we believe? Is Julio going to be back? He is back. Yeah, he is back He's now. Back. Okay. Yeah. You traded him off your better. fantasy team, so you didn't know that. But uh, he you're, had a run you're last not night. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know what? I made it further than the person that traded him to me. That's true. Life. That's true. That's a true. That's true. <laughs> Respect. I mean, he, he gets him going forward now. That, that kind of hurts but you know uh, i think i'll survive <laughs> i think i will anyways um i was you know i'll maybe personally secretly uh, i th- i kind of want to adopt the guardians but i i will hop on board the mariners america's team bandwagon how much do you believe in the guardians though That's i the word. thing is like they're the team that nobody is going to pay attention to and th- they've been doing it all year they've just been they string hits together. They have good, solid pitching. They have Terry Francona. He's been there. He's done that. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense because on paper, you're like, this team fucking blows. How are they win 85, 90 games? But it's just because they, they, they're they old fashioned. They play old school ball and it works. Terry Francona, man. Tito. It kills me because it's like you do. You look at that team, they're no better than the Red Sox on paper. Yeah, and especially when you consider since Jose Ramirez got his thumb injury, he has a 100 WRC+. plus. He has literally been an average baseball player since then. A while. And that's that's what's stating back to like the middle of July or something like that. It's not a small sample. Yeah. Even up to the end of the season, they were not filling seats. Like people genuinely don't care about the Guardians. Yeah, it's actually frustrating that 
honestly, a team like that is in. And I'm still, I'm still salty about it. <laughs> Dude, yeah, basically, I feel like Francona willed this team to survive. Francona, his, um, his managerial skills don't get enough love sometimes, I think. And you know what? That team somehow was de- developed to win. That Lindor trade, when you look back, they traded Lindor for Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario, whatever, Andres Jimenez, and someone else. But those two guys both hit. I think that was a mutually beneficial trade. And I, you watch Jimenez, dude. He's got the same batting stance as Jose Ramirez did. He, he's, he's totally learning from Jose, as you can see. These guys are cheap and all good, all solid role player guys. I don't know how far they're going to go. I love them. I hope they go far, but I don't know. They've got good pitching, man, too. Bieber, McKenzie. Cal and Quantrill. Then, and then you've got the, <laughs> the guy that makes no sense ever. Cal Quantrill just wins games somehow all the time. He never loses. Doesn't make any sense because metrics are terrible, but he just finds a way. To, he's he's a pitcher. And then you've got Emmanuel Classe, probably the best reliever in the American League, at least in my opinion. Um, they've got... They've got pieces to make a, a sneaky run. Now it'll depend who they match up against because they might not just have the firepower to compete against a team like the Yankees in the first round. Although it's not like the Yankees have been out of this world lately. They've been better, but not like they were earlier in the year. So I don't know. I don't mind the uh, Guardians or or the Mariners. I think as of right now, they'd play the Rays. Yeah, they are again. Right now. The Rays. Will you be surprised if the Rays made a run? No, absolutely. I wouldn't either. Oh, I, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. I'd be like, they they finally put it together this year because they've just been like limping along, winning games like the Rays do. They catch fire at the right time. That would be very Rays of them. Their pitching worries me. Their starting pitching worries me, though. Same reason as last year. That's true. Glass now, though back that definitely yes. fucking helps like he's but again i don't know how much he's really stretched out though right how much they're actually going to pitch him but but with that team you think about it it really doesn't matter because half of their guys only go four innings anyway that's so what i was if, just gonna say yeah true. even if glasnow goes three innings right but it throws a shut piece they're gonna have jeffrey springs come in in like game one and then throw another four inning shut piece and the game's fucking over Right, like, what if you know? they use him as a bolt guy? Like, what if, or, you know, like, they open the game with one of their stupid, nasty lefties out of the bullpen for an inning and a third, or two innings, and then Glasnow comes in for the second and third time through the lineup. Like, that's something Kevin Cash would probably do. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, like, it, but what does worry me is, like, the same shit that we saw last year. Is McClanahan going to toss Turks up there, or is he going to shove? Like, we don't really know how he is going to do this late in the year. And that's my biggest concern with the Rays is just like starting pitching Kluber. We don't know what Kluber we're going to get. Is he going to go out there and be the veteran presence that they need, blah, blah, blah. But I really like the Astros are definitely the favorites out of the AL. They they're just, they never miss a beat no matter how many players they lose. So it'll be really tough to take them down. But at the end of the day, I think the AL is pretty wide open after the Astros. Yeah, uh, the Astros in general, <laughs> I mean, now they're healthy too, right? They shut down a couple of guys towards the end of the season. Verlander came back after having an IL stint, or I don't even know if it was an IL stint, but he definitely missed two starts and just dominated. So they're all healthy. 
they all have experience in the postseason and it's like they're like a tank going into it you know but i do feel bad for the new york mets (laughs) (laughs) what a collapse so bad and now their path is san diego and and la like there's no way right there's no way no they're fucked especially after like a demoralizing sweep to lose the division like no it's it not does not get worse them. than that. Does not get worse than that. They're not but, dead yet. I think if they win out, <laughs> the Mets lose two of their last three. But I mean, or if the Braves lose two of them, that is crazy it's though. A, yeah, it's. I saw one of those like charts where it was like the percentage chance of them winning the division like throughout the year. It's like high, high, high. Oh, dips a little bit, and it's been high the entire season. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah, uh, only the like, Mets. That would happen too. Too in only like the Mets. best season only in ages. The, the most hit batsman in, a, in an MLB season. They just really? got hit the most ever. Yeah. That is crazy. That is wild. All in, in, remember last year, they were on fire too in like April and May. Like, this is the year. And they led the division like in June or something. And they, they fucking finished under 500. It's like the first team in history to be. X amount of games up in first place and finish the season under 500. I remember that was another choke job. It's just there. I mean, what what else can you do? You go out, you sign Max Scherzer, you, Jacob DeGrom comes back, you trade for Francisco. It doesn't matter what the fuck that team does. It's just the goddamn Mets. Yep. It's a curse. They got something going on there. And uh, you know what? If they do, if they have to go three games, right? If you get a DeGrom win, a Scherzer win, and I don't even remember who, who who's the last, who's the hook there? The Chris Bassett, guy? probably Bassett. Bassett. Yeah, I mean, Bassett's all right. He had a really good year. But if they can't win that third game and they have to push the game four and try to, like, get Scherzer on, on rest or whatever, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. That one too, though, is so nasty. Though I'm, I didn't even really I think mean, about right? that. That is crazy. Like, you, don't, card, you don't want to face them. The wild card might be the a first lock, right. That's a that's a three gamer, right? So you got uh, Scherzer, Degrom, and then at the rest home period. too. I think. I think. I think they play at home. All games at home as well. Oh, really? I think I'm pretty sure that's how it works. In the wild card round, the higher seed gets the home field advantage for the whole series. They might, and it's a best of three, I believe. Yeah, they might do it, but. Then you run into LA, who's like the best team ever. And even so, like if they match up against the Padres, it's not like I know the Padres have underperformed since their trades, but I mean, like you, Darvish, Blake Snell's been nasty for the second half of the season. Like Darvish and Snell is a good one, too, to go into. And two, two teams that have just choked all year, but it's like who wants it the least (laughs) between those two teams? It's the truth. yeah like if the Mets can hit (laughs) if the Mets can hit they're gonna win I think I think that's what it boils down to because you know the Padres might poke one or two out of the yard you know they got a little pop in the lineup but the pitching is just so overwhelming right you're not gonna score five runs against Max Scherzer or Jacob DeGrom you're just not gonna do it not in the playoffs with the with that atmosphere in New York so you, you, let's just say it's a two-run ball game each time. The Mets just got to hit the fucking ball. Like, Pete Alonso's got to have a good series. Like, these guys, McNeil and, and all these guys, they just have to be on. Dude, by the way, if talk about the NL real quick. Miles Michaelis just threw a knuckleball. 
I saw that. No, really? Swear to God, it was oh, a hit. I might keep him. I might keep him then. <laughs> he let up a hit on it, but the Cardinals. I think the NL is also. It's it's pretty open, honestly. The Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers and Astros are going to be the front runners, runners like every fucking year. But can't sleep on the Braves. They won hundred games, and then these wild card teams. Are you going to be surprised if the Padres or Mets get hot and go on a run because they have the fucking talent to do it? Yeah, this is year one of this this format, by the way, right? Yeah. Yes. It and is kind of. I'm I'm kind of into it. Not gonna lie. I don't know how I, I feel like about the, all three games being at like the, um, the higher seed. Um, I think it would be fun to do like one, one, and one. But it is. I I, I think I want to I want to see it play out because at first I wasn't a fan of the wild card playing game, but then it grew on me as it as time went on, and it I I always looked forward to the wild card game, even when the Red Sox weren't playing. Just like a game seven right away, I think was so sick. And then the Red Sox played in it last year, just game seven atmosphere at the ballpark. It was just fucking awesome. It was unreal. And, and so I do miss that, but I think these best of three series, they, I'm hoping that they have that same like game seven vibe throughout the whole thing, which if it does, then, then it'll be really cool. I I personally I wish it was two games and then one game, like two games for the higher seed at home and then one game. Cause like, if you just think if you split that series uh, at somebody's home park, you deserve to go home and try to win it. Yeah. Like, that that's would be cool. I, that's how I think. Like, so let's just say the Padres win game two. Yeah. Bring them back to, to San Diego. See if we can win at home. That would be and, really cool. Yeah. I think that would be, that would, that would be awesome and something they could change, but I, I like the format. I like the fact that more teams can get in. I, it just makes it more competitive during the season, too. I, I wouldn't even hate having like <laughs> one more buy and another two teams get in. I just, <sighs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. But then we're talking about like teams that win 77, 78 games are going to be in the playoffs. It's Ultimate like the NBA, Cinderella. though. <laughs> We're talking but, about Thanksgiving baseball, Josh. That's what's on uh, the table. That's fine. <laughs> I that's fine. Well, I'm also one of those guys that wants the season to be shortened. I love 162. I love it. But I think like 100 is good. And No, you, you can't expand. cut out half the season. No, it, but I'm just saying it, it would – you could have seven-game series and can, like four rounds of playoffs. I think you can convince me to go back to 154 and and you cut out eight games – start the playoffs a week earlier like okay i can see that but 100 games that's just like no no i don't know it for the casual baseball fan i don't give not a fuck like us, about the casual baseball i understand fan. you don't but that's the argument right the casual baseball fan would tune in if there wasn't a game every night or every other night i don't get i've i think i watched more games this year uh, probably not at least since 2018 like i i watched at probably a minimum of 90 games a year i think and uh, you know for the casual fan it's just it's way too much it's too much to to absorb you know you, you and the market if they have to fix the tv market too ultimately well yeah yeah that, that's like square one and every make it easily accessible for everyone. I can't even watch Tampa games because I'm or Miami games because I'm in Orlando. Yeah, they're both blacked out, and I don't get those local stations. Like yeah. I would love to watch Tampa games. 
but I can't. And so the fucking, like, I don't know. They are bringing the pitch clock in, which it looks like if you look at the how how it impacted the miners, it cut down times significantly, and it didn't really change any production. So you hope that uh, we'll pick up the pace to help casual fans, whatever. I don't give a shit about casual fans. Personally, I don't care um, if people think baseball is dying because they're still shelling out. $400 million contracts left and right. They got to be doing something right to have that money. I know, but you need the casuals to be like into You're... it to some degree, though. Yeah. Yeah. And right. you the... don't do shit for them, but it's like you just need to make That's sure. That's what not will like grow the game more. And I know? think this one extra playoff spot will help that because it it's does. One more market that's going to be paying attention. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it... and even carrying down the stretch, too. That's the other thing, too. When it's like less teams, sometimes the playoff race is over late August. And it's like, all right, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not, we're done. And we're not getting like a super dramatic uh, finish here this year, but we're getting, it, it's, it's not like, it's not like it's been locked up for two weeks. Like it has been in, you know, some years past and everything. So yeah, they got their wish there. Um, some teams definitely underperform like the fucking white Sox, the red Sox teams, they expected to be in it among it um, just weren't. So I think, all that is fine, and at the end of the day, I think this is going to be a great playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then we have college basketball right around the corner. Which, no, oh I'm my sorry. god, and Pools. NBA pools in home run right now. Seven oh two. Let's Damn. go. He's got to come back. He needs what thirteen more. Come on, man. Oh, that'd be sick. Oh, can you imagine? Chase Ruth. Oh my goodness. Oh, if my I goodness. can say that, Pujols. Oh. I would tell my I would never tell my children about Babe Ruth again. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big take. <laughs> uh, Otani's already passed him. By the way, real quick, in terms of like the you mentioned college basketball and I mentioned the NBA, how are we feel about Blake Griffin as a Boston Celtic wearing is number that, 91 too in honor of Dennis Rodman? Yeah. <laughs> how weird no is that? Way. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't know about that. About the uh 91. <laughs> yeah, the, the Rodman, all that shit. It's kind of wacky. But I'm so happy Blake Griffin to Celtic, even though it's like 10 years too late. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Bring it, yo. I'm all about it. I hope, I hope, he, I hope he plays a lot of games. I don't know. I, I, I'm all about it, though, right? initially. I think he's it's funny. It's, I just, like, love his energy, too. Like, even already in, like, comments, he, like, said something. He's like, oh, about, like, making the adjustment. He made a comment about – uh having veterans in the the locker room, like Al Horford. And he was like, yeah, Al's been in the league for like 40 years. Like stuff like that. I feel like the Celtics haven't had a guy like that. That's like really um, kind of a jokester in a while. Right. I feel like everyone's kind of serious and just like Jalen and Jason are so serious and they're like, all right, pressure's on them. I don't know. I'm just excited to have a guy who's like, yeah, fuck it. Like I'm <laughs> you bring it, dude. I'm all about that. Like you said, 10 years too late, but whatever, we'll take it. <laughs> Plus he's got a baby with a porn star. Dude, is that real? I mean, have you seen the fucking baby? I saw the photo, but I... <laughs> uh, she says it's an NBA player, and it adds up. Look at that baby and tell me that's not Blake Griffin's child. No, just... Those are the sex scandals I want on the Celtics, not the other ones that are yes. happening. I want... Yes. Is that porn star's baby? Yes. Father or Celtic? That's what I want. <laughs> and, that, and that's what we get. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about it. Give me Blake Griffin all day. 
Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah. He's he's back too. He was dying in Detroit. Now he's good to go. I do love that. That is an all-time like plot line of the NBA that I love when he like didn't dunk for like three straight seasons or whatever it was for the Pistons and then he was on net for like a week and he like dunked within the first week and it was just like what is going on? <laughs> I don't thought he was like dead and just like had no legs. <laughs> it's like he nope, he just didn't feel like it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that is uh, that's crazy. Big shout out Blake Griffin. Shout out to Oliver's friend TJ Friedel. TJ Friedel, yeah. Dude, I and shout out to Mitch Keller. You know what? One more guy. Mitch Keller is legit. Oliver's okay. cousin, Mitch Keller. How about Mitch Keller? just dealing getting out of several jams today cashing the first five bet for me and then doing his due diligence as a young guy in the league just serving up a meatball to albert pujols to hit 703 i mean what more could you ask for dude i just fucking bench flatty because it fucking was raining in baltimore he hits a bomb oh Oh my god i'm gonna fucking flip out i'm gonna flip Dude, shout out to Gilly, though, for real. <laughs> what a comeback. Ultimate. Not, not over yet. It's Dude, not over yet. I'm, I'm yeah. terrified of the Wednesday finish. I'm not going to lie. The Wednesday finish has me scared shitless. Like, weird things could happen these last couple games of, like, uh-oh. <laughs> Some stupid, you know. crazy-ass thing on a Tuesday <laughs> going to impact the final yeah. score. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gilly went to the, the the alcohol shop, got some champagne, chilling it in his fridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ready to pop the bottles. <laughs> Can you imagine? He was like, "I thought it was Sunday." <laughs> Dude, not I- yet, not yet. I I'm too I'm too uh, superstitious for that. I I was tempted though. I thought about it. <laughs> it really is weird that that that's the new thing though. That the uh, the the season ends on Wednesday because I was, and every league I'm in it ends on Wednesday now. Which I thought was strange. Oh, Doesn't the regular season usually end on a Sunday, anyways? But maybe that's the case. I think so. it extended this year because of the fucking people forget we were locked out for a couple weeks. Beginning of the year. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You know what? I didn't think of that. I didn't think of it either. That must be the, what the case is. That they extended it out. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Um by the way. Home run talk and, and baseball talk real quick. Any any big takes about Aaron Judge and his and Roger Maris Jr.? I feel like that's been taken over Twitter. I'm just <laughs> curious what you guys think about all that. I It's just funny for us, right? I feel like because we have like, no stakes in it. So it's like if he doesn't hit it and he sits at 61, that's kind of hilarious. If he hits it, whatever, good for him. Like he deserves to, to get that. But then the Roger Maris Jr. things, that's so funny of like him speaking out, being like there should be two records. One steroid, one, one non-steroid. It's like, dude, <laughs> and I get it. I, if my dad was doing that and he had that record, I would do whatever. I would lie through my teeth to be like, my dad's record should be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Roger Maris should be speaking one outs. He should just be there. Where is he? Where has Roger Maris Jr. been for the last 60 years? Exactly. This I've, is the point. <laughs> I never knew like, he existed. He doesn't want to go home. Big take, he, he doesn't want to go home. You're right. Back to our relevance. This is it. This is his 15 minutes, and it's been over for 15 minutes at least. <laughs> He's got to quit. He's the <laughs> fuck off. I do appreciate everybody dunking on him, though, because what? just shut up, dude. Who asked you? <laughs> Nobody. It's like he's going for commissioner of baseball or something right now. You're right. 
<laughs> oh my god congrats guy for your one fucking opinion okay <laughs> it i mean all that being said if judge doesn't get a home run this series and he sits at 61 it'll be the funniest fucking thing ever to me actually it if he land, if he stopped at sixty, it would have been funnier. But stopping at sixty-one is still funny. Wait, I thought he hit it. He didn't hit it yet. Sixty-two. No, he's at sixty-one still. Oh, right. I'm not crazy. No, you're probably right. No, I. He's, yeah. hit, he's hit one because people just fucking yeah, walk. Right. Everybody's like, you don't want to be the answer to a trivia and, question. You see what that the Blue Jays pitcher said that. And he's so striking out so much because of it. Like out, he's like literally... half his at bats against the Orioles, right? Yeah, like he's literally chasing pitches. He's and pressing it's probably, so hard. Yeah, it's it's the worst fucking thing for the guy. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking up his whole batter eye for trying to hit one out that's not even in the zone. Right. It's, it is funny. But credit yeah. to Pujols for for not having that issue. That is wild to think. You'd think that Pujols would be the one that's like struggled all year or in the last few years, but he like locked in, man. For him to hit seven oh two, that's awesome. 703 now. Oh, that was 703. Oh, okay. You just said 703, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I thought that. Okay. That's, that's cool. That's so cool, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, real you quick, know what? I'm pumped real too. Quick to did... Yeah, you go. Um, what is one like uh modern day baseball record you think will won't be broken? Walks. Barry Bonds' walks. I stand by it. Or you mean Cy Young walks. (laughs) 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 Any Cy Young record is just like stupid. (laughs) That's kind of why I said modern day, because you can talk about like all the complete games and and all that shit, but like Barry Barry Bonds walks or intentional walks also. He got intentionally walked like 700 times in his career. That shit ain't going to be broken either. Uh, I think that's one that's never going to be touched personally, but and the Cal Ripken one, right? Like nobody's touching oh, consecutive, Cal Ripken. Yeah, nobody's consecutive touching. games. Nobody yeah. will even sniff that. You're right. That is a good one. Hmm. Those were the those were the actually Josh, the exact two I was thinking was Barry Bonds' walks career and in a season, like just walks in general. And um Cal Ripken's games played more specifically. How about like Ricky Henderson stolen bases in a year? That's, that's what I was one. wondering about. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting. One. But, you know, they're trying to emphasize stolen bases with the fucking bases. So, but with, but the analytics these days, they, I, I highly, uh, that's another good one, I think. Won't be well, that's, a, that's an interesting one, too, though. It's like, will people look at it differently if it's like, oh, I, we've got yeah. Ahmed Rosario that gets, I don't know, <laughs> crazy amount of stolen bases? Are we going to be like, well, it's a bigger base? Like, Imagine expanding uh, like the NBA hoop uh, being like that's a new three point record. I, like I would want to, I would want that. Really? Me personally, I I, I would want to separate it. Like if you're making changes to the game, man, uh, even down to like um, because uh, you're gonna get a balk every time the the clock runs down, right? That's gonna affect pitcher stats. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of stats that are going to be changing or getting overloaded from some of the changes that are coming up. So, well, even the know. total number of games too. I did. I kind of forgot about that in terms of it being a different total for Babe Ruth, right? For his, his was mm. sixty before Maris broke it. So technically, 
it was kind of considered different. I think now it's kind of just molded into the same, but I, that was Roger Maris Jr.'s just uh, <laughs> legitimization I mean, of Ruth. doing a separate record. But yeah, Babe Ruth is back when Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs. I saw that was more than like half the league's team total home runs. He was yeah, also seeing 60 mile silly. per hour meatballs down the fucking plate every time. Oh, well, yeah, I know. He's going against I mean... fucking <laughs> Steve Scott plumbing crew up there. Could <laughs> they always hate on plumbers? What's up with that? Dev, Dev yeah, why is that the one profession that they're always like? <laughs> they say electricians, plumbers, and firefighters. I like when they say milkmen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> milkmen are just nice people too, so I feel like they're like, yeah, okay. I don't that know. Industry <laughs> is so dead, man. But I love Monroe Dairy. So shout out True, Monroe shout Dairy. Out. All right, we're about out of time. We'll be back next week. Hopefully the Patriots take care of business with the Lions. Hopefully we get some good playoff uh, matchups for baseball. And um, it's spooky season, so happy almost Halloween. I got to get some decorations up this year. Yeah, I need some Snickers, some Reese's. Three Hell candy. yeah. What's the best Halloween candy? Go. Reese's, Reese's bad. Favorite. Oh, I was going to say pumpkins. Oh, Paul, you're right. Pumpkin shit. More peanut butter. Yep. Give me that. Love it. For sure. And if you I, need a refresher, we did, uh, I'm pretty sure we did a Halloween uh, draft thing thing a couple years ago. Oh, that is true. We should true. do something like that again. Yeah. Research wanted, that. By the way, draft shout season. out House Enterprises. And my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shout out Josh's mom. <laughs> Certified psycho. She listens to every episode. Who would have thought? Oh, oh! I that forgot she baby. does. I would have. Ah, uh, no! <laughs> I wish I swore less. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out Deb Martin. Sorry for swearing so much. Myself. You know that's something that we all should be working on in this podcast. But I don't see us getting famous anytime soon. But maybe you never know. And you know what? If we were famous. I'd be happier being my real self. Because what the fuck? If you know me in real life, if you know Oliver, Josh, Gilly, we have trench mouths. And I'm not sure where that came from. Our whole generation is this way. We were born swearing. Just the way it is, dude. That's what happens when you are growing growing up with uh, GTA, Vice City, San Andreas, watching Goodfellas. What do you expect? Big Take, I never understood why swearing was one of the commandments. Thou shalt not swear. What's the big deal? It's like, dude, it's just language. Like, how is thou shalt not swear on the same level as thou shalt not kill? What are we talking about? <laughs> it's not the same level. Like, were people getting offended that bad back in the day? And what swears were there? Back in Moses' times. Not to get really, I'm just saying, like, what was the swear? Like something tablet involved? Because Moses got those commandments on a tablet? I don't know, that's a bad joke. I don't know what's going on. Yo, big shout out to my boy James Murph. So dope seeing James Murph at the Malted Barley this weekend. Love seeing him. Shout out to my boy G Baby, as always. Alex Fava, you know what's good. My brother Lance Legia, what's good, homie? You know, Lance, give you a big old shout-out last week. You know why, but we're bouncing back this week, man. This is life. Such is life. You know? Sometimes you go through some shit, but 
you bounce back hard, you got people in your corner, it's a good thing. Shout out to peace of mind, very important. You get peace of mind that's priceless. And I've been feeling good. So shout out to my brothers, my sisters, people that listen to this podcast. My boys are House Enterprise. Will Tondo, Jake Zimmer, somehow, if you listen to this shit, you put up with this shit. You blow my mind. Anybody, any certified psychopath. Deb Martin, for real. Deb, listening to this podcast all the way through. That's love. You guys are the bomb. Never forget, fuck McPuff. SSBT, rolling through. Shout out G-Baby. All right, peace.